Radio. Are you looking for veteran resources and peer support? Objective Zero has an app for that. Download the Objective Zero app for free from the App Store or Google Play. Access wellness resources like yoga and a free year subscription to Headspace, the world's most popular meditation app. Check out veterans resources and access our nationwide network of peer support. Speak to fellow women veterans or someone in your field and branch of service. You get to choose who you want to chat with. Learn more at www.objectivezero.org. That's www.objectivezero.org. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DB Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DB Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. I am the first dick in your ear, Bonerwood, so it's going to be a hard one tonight. Now, God damn it, buddy, that's just not even fair. This is Barracks Talk. This is inside the nut house, man. We got Sergeant Wardog. Oh, I just broke out of the rubber room, dog. The bacon man himself, oink. You are truly putting the D in the B when it comes to DV radio. Mr. Recall. I prefer to be referred to as belly and down. And don't know where the fuck Google is. I told you it's my computer, it's not me. That's exactly how I feel. We probably had a few too many to drink, you know what I'm 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Can I get a thimble full of sweet baby rays, please? We don't have it. Saturday's going to be even more entertaining. Illogical. We still have the DD radio store for those wondering. Shit's still there. You can buy shit. Mine shit's good, okay? Oh, we haven't even gotten there yet. You fucking got me there already. Love and military barracks talking around the smoke. How's your back feeling after that penis reduction? Oh. <laughs> You're tuned in to WDVR on DVRadio.net. Because this is how it is on DV Radio. That is how it is right on WDVR, DVRadio.net. It's best talk live. You're listening to us on podcasts. You can subscribe or not. It doesn't really fucking matter as long as you're fucking listening to us on one of those podcast platforms. Because, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> it is October 28th, 2023. It's Halloween weekend. So hope you all are staying safe, having some fun, all that good shenanigan bullshit, safety brief, blah, 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 fucking blog it off my dick with the safety briefs. Anyway, I am Bonerwood. Tonight we got a packed house up in sunbathing Alaska. It's none other than the frozen pig man himself. Oink. What's happening, party people? Outstanding. And then come back east a little bit. And he, uh, he told me to come up with something new. So he likes to fuck horses while he rides in his horse and buggy. It's none other than recoil. <laughs> Good evening. And I am not hung well enough to satisfy a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say you didn't use any prosthetics, did I? <laughs> Then you That's go. What I always say, I'm hung like a horse. Why? <laughs> I just give it the leg. I jam the whole leg right in there. <laughs> then you go way down the fuck south in swamp ass Florida, and it's none other than the psych ward gang supervisor and CEO of the Morale Crown Eater himself, Sergeant Wardog. Walk around and find out tonight, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Fuck around, find out. Cause it's fuck around and find out weekend. Like I said, it's Halloween fucking weekend. Anyway, before we get to our guest tonight, uh, starting November 1st through November 5th, it's 20% off everything at the DV radio store. Just go to dvradio.net, click on the DV radio store. Be sure that you click the redeem button at the top of the store where you're not going to get your promo deal. That's 20% off November 1st through November 5th here on dvradio.net. Click on the DV radio store. <coughs> Excuse me. As always, 
100% of proceeds go to either DV Radio, if it's DV Radio merch, Sergeant War Dog, if it's Sergeant War Dog merch, uh, PTS Dog, Betsy Ross, DV Farm, uh, and then Change Unchained with Your Life Matters and DV Against DV Merchandise. So please head over to DV Radio, not net, click on the DV Radio store, help us pay some bills, help these other guys pay some bills and grow their organizations and get your 20% off November 1st through November 5th. Um, how's everybody's week going? Really quick recoil. First, straight after I grab a mouthful of food. <laughs> Every fucking time. I love it. <laughs> week's going great, man. Week's going great. Outstanding. Uh, Sergeant Ward Dog. Uh, great week, man. We finally got, uh, got our feet wet on the new podcast, Bullets, Blades, and Hooks. I'm so proud to be a part of it to let veterans across the country know what uh sometimes free opportunities are out there for them to hunt camp or fish so uh other than that just been doing the suburban dad thing man try not to choke civilians bro i hear you man i, I just hope you got another week with no civilians choked um <laughs> <laughs> and mr oink how's your week doing brother oh you know just trying to figure out what fucking day it is another week of nights down in the books so yeah yeah we're uh we're plugging along and we want to thank everybody that's listening live because apparently you all forgot that it was Saturday, like most of us did, and you jumped in at the right time. We haven't started the show technically <laughs> as far as talking to our guests yet, but that's going to change right here, right now from Veteran Trash Talk. We got none other than the most redneckest fucking name I've ever heard a veteran fucking used as a call sign. We didn't know who the fuck he was on the website, which is VeteranTrashTalk.com if you want to go check it out. Uh, but it's none other than Mr. Big Earl. How you doing, brother? What's up, guys? Hey, uh, fortunately, uh, listening to your intros, I am hung enough to please anything. So I really appreciate you guys <laughs> bringing me on here because I feel like there was something missing from this show and it is obviously somebody who can you know put it on the table and, and show everybody what they're about? But yeah, hey, I think hey, I've listened to you guys for a while, and I, I, I you know, thanks for having me on. This is awesome. Hey, man, thanks for coming on. We appreciate you know, like I said, uh, in the pre-show when you showed up about five minutes before the show started, um, thank you for coming on. Uh, seriously, <laughs> we, we do appreciate it. And we do, uh, it is an honor to have you on, uh, here tonight. And, uh, before we get started, uh, as far as veteran trash talk is concerned, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your service real quick. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I failed at a lot of things in life and, uh, you know, decided that, you know, I might as well join an organization where you can fail a thousand times and they keep you. So I, uh, I joined the army, um, and, uh, every, everything, uh, you know, went exactly how it was supposed to, you know, lots of, uh, deployments and getting blown up and stuff like that. Did every school I was supposed to do, uh, you know, got my ranger tab, jump master, all that great stuff became, uh, you know, whatever I needed to be. And, yeah, I spent most of my time at uh, Fort Bragg, and I'm going to call it that even louder now because that's what it is, regardless of what Mike Levine says from that TV, that douchebag. But um, you know, it's 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 Fort Bragg, and uh, then I did some time in the Swamp Ass, where uh, War Dog is from, as an RI down in Florida, and uh, retired out of the Sergeant Major's Academy, and that's about it. 
Awesome. I'm glad you said, you know, what you said about Fort Bragg. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> even louder now. I'll just, I'll so, just leave it at that. Brag. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> brag about it, motherfucker. Anyway. <laughs> back at <back> brag. <laughs> uh, but, uh, fucking amazing what you've accomplished with your career. Uh, and I'm glad you did bring up Brag because I was going to mention that, uh, you guys did meet at Fort Bragg and, what oh six, I believe, is what you guys have on your website. Uh, yeah, all of us together, we were in the same platoon. Uh, Buddy was he had moved on after that, but he he was like an E six when we all uh, got there. It was like E threes. I think we all made E seven at the same time, which was hilarious. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, he's the most professional like uh, squared away soldier, and he's from Alabama with that redneck draw. So you got to be careful when he's talking to you because. Uh, he sounds dumb, but he's fucking smarter than you. Uh, and, uh, and he's a green brace. So just, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun reconnecting. We did it during, uh, you know, when all that COVID bullshit was going on, they stopped all of, uh, my pain management, physical therapy. Uh, I was wounded twice. I, I was wounded twice. And, you know, I asked, I'm thinking like, if I'm able to get treatment whenever I want and they're stopping my treatment, I'm thinking like, what are they doing with, you know, my battle buddies? So I called up uh, an old friend of mine who was hit and uh, worse than I was. And I, I said, how you doing, man? And he was like, I'm not good. I'm like, well, what are you, what's going on? And he's like, I, they stopped all my, uh, all my physical therapy and they just doubled all my prescriptions. And I was like, I throw those away. And I just get hammered. And I was like, well, let's get hammered together. Let's get on a zoom call and, you know, and, and let's, let's chat about it. And we got on a Zoom call and started recording it. And it became veteran trash talk very quickly. Uh, didn't even know we had a podcast for about four months, but apparently it had like a bunch of downloads. And then here we are. Awesome. I love it. I really do. And it sounds like you guys really are just basically DV radio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah, I, like, yeah, it, pretty much. It's just, say, you know, bigger penises. Um, You're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hey, man. Hold on, I'm a dark green marine over here. I'm all, <laughs> you know. Well, you're the token, right? So that's like they have you here. It's like just so somebody can, you know, fight for us. There, but, there, uh, there is a reason we say I seen them. Yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> I was wondering why this camera was all splotty on our on our show, but <laughs> you can buy that I seen them T-shirt at dvradio.net. Just click on the DV Radio store. It's actually there. We're not fucking joking. We made it into a T-shirt. Go fucking buy it. <laughs> Shameless yeah, fucking so plug. Once we got a reach, we was like, well, what are we going to do with this? You know, we got to do something good with it. And uh, we decided to promote better-known businesses and causes. And you know, I, you know, as this has grown, we've. You know, there's seventy. I think there's seventy-eight thousand better nonprofits and growing. Yep. And like, how how do we not have access to all that in today's social media age? To where can we not build a platform where, like, I'm I'm not a mental health expert because you definitely don't want to take my advice when you're feeling down. Uh, you know, take a professional for sure. Um, <laughs> but it's like, it's like, why can I not point you in the right direction? Mm-hmm. You know, why can't when, you know, if, if, you know, war dog comes out and says, Hey, I'm dealing with this or somebody comes out and says, Hey, I live in Florida. I, you know, my life sucks right now. And I'm like, Hey man, do you hunt? Maybe he says, yeah. And I'm like, well, Hey, check out this guy. Yeah, let me, let me connect you with him. Damn right. And, you know, and it's like, I, I just found a way to make this work. And our team is phenomenal. Like I said, we all grew up together in the same platoon. 
and, you know, deployed multiple times together, you know, still blood together. In fact, all three of the founders were all wounded at separate times, and one of us was the first to respond to each of us. So it was, it was a weird dynamic there, how, how that all worked. Uh, so it, it's a, it's been a blast reconnecting with them and then just being able to promote what, like like you said, like put some money in other veterans' pockets. Like if I can promote, if I can promote a veteran's business and, you know, help them out, even if it's just two extra sales, mm-hmm. right? It was worth the, it was worth the hour. Exactly. And, you know, you were talking about the 74,000 plus organizations out there, nonprofits for veterans and, and obviously veterans and their families. But the, the hardest thing I think outside of, you know, making sure our brothers and sisters have those resources and are able to get in contact with them. It's betting them, right? Because there are so many, for lack of a better term, pieces of shit in this fucking world uh, that shouldn't own a nonprofit, that shouldn't run a nonprofit, much less a nonprofit for veterans and their families. Um, and I guess that's one thing we try our damnedest, our absolute hardest to do through DV um, and we have since day one is make sure that anybody we talk about, any resource we give to, to anybody listening or following us on social media, they're not going to get fucked over at the end of the day. They're actually there to help them. They don't care about their bottom line. It's not about the nonprofit's bottom line. It's about getting help for that veteran and or their family, right, at the end of the day. Uh, battle in distress, objective zero. There's so many out there. I'm not going to go down the fucking list, but um, with every five bad ones, there's 10 good ones, right? But it's making sure that those veterans know which are the good ones and which ones are the ones to steer clear of. Um, it's same with companies. Uh, I won't go into detail. <laughs> but oh, you go ahead. Well, I can't <laughs> for 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 a few reasons. Um, but I'll talk to you offline. But there is a certain company that you guys have tried to steer steer away with, and a company that you guys work with tried to steer away with. Uh, that isn't as great as they make it seem to be. Um, and it's sad that we are a community that touts, "Hey, help your battle, buddy." But then you have so many snakes in the grass, right? So many that are like, I'll help them, but I want to make sure I get twofold, tenfold out of it at the end of the day, which is pretty fucking disgusting. Um, right. I guess, you mean, so you mean veterans can be shit bags like the rest of the world? Oh, my God. Some of that. Oh, I'm on the right meeting. Yeah, the, oh, oh, buddy's here. Buddy's here. I was getting ready to say, I guess Lauren is buddy. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. me. Yeah, I have the redneck name, in though I'm from Wisconsin, and he has the northern. I want to name my kid after a cat name, and uh, so and he's from Alabama, so it works. It works out perfectly. So, uh, with well, with that, since Buddy's in here, if you are just now tuning in to Barracks Talk, we have from Veteran Tr- Trash Talk, VeteranTrashTalk.com. We got. Mr. Big Earl, and we got Mr. Buddy now. Buddy, 
since you're late and you don't like to show up on time, which is unbecoming of a green Barrett, not I add. Hey, well, I would say that uh, being late is a natural state for a green beret. Um, first of all. Really? Uh, really? Really? You haven't hung out with enough green berets. You show up about 15 minutes late for everything. Um, but, but I bust out my best Polly Shore. Sup, bud? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sup, guys? <laughs> you're not my you're not my first sergeant. <laughs> uh tell us a little bit about yourself, buddy, a little bit about your uh military background if you don't mind. Uh okay. Hey, you, yeah. got, you, got, uh, you got enough time for this? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'll make it I'll make it real quick. I joined in uh I, I like uh like many other people, I too had a drill sergeant. Um I joined uh back in nineteen ninety eight when most people were still in middle school, I guess. Uh, at least that's what Germany. I've been told. Yeah, I was in Germany. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, there are a lot. Like when uh, when you when you tell people you join the army or you're in the army, and they're like, "Oh, when did you join?" And it starts with 19. They are <laughs> automatically get a face. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like, they're like, well, it's like you know, Wait. I seen it. A meme on Facebook the other day when they said, you know, 20 years ago, and you're thinking, oh, yeah, the 80s were great. And you're yeah. like, no, it was 2003. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I saw a thing where they had, uh, they were talking about like the, like the old, like the oldies stations are playing like Nirvana. You're like, wait, what? What are you talking about, dude? Um, no, joined in, uh, joined in 98. And, uh, I, uh, I, I told my son the, the other day, he asked why I, why I went to the 82nd when I joined the army. And, uh, I was really wishing that there was like some cool, like I had, uh, you know, I'd always wanted to be airborne and blah, blah, blah. Dude, I, when I, when I went to the recruiter or to MEPS in Nashville, there was this dude who kept kicking the doors and like sticking his head out and like rubbing the side of the door. He's doing fucking door checks and shit. And he had his maroon beret on. He kept fucking looking and he was like, you guys, you guys would never be airborne. Like you guys are nothing but legs. And I was like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll show him. Dude, I never saw that dude again in my damn life. But as soon as I walked in there, I was like, well, whatever you got that's airborne. So I, uh, they, uh, the guy laughed and said, well, let's go smoke a cigarette. And I was like, okay, cool. I didn't smoke, but we went outside bullshit. came back in and uh, he signed me up as quickly as he could for a, an infantry airborne contract. And, uh, so I joined the army and, uh, ended up going to the 82nd, went to to Kosovo for a little bit. And then, uh, came back, did Egypt, went to Korea, came back again, did Iraq a a few times. And then, uh, went down, was a pathfinder instructor and then decided that I wanted to see how, uh, how Tennessee was. So I went to the 101st and, uh, got, was there for about a year and a half to the platoon sergeant thing. And then, uh, got annoyed at a, a range one day and then went to the SF recruiter and asked them if they were still taking dudes, uh, E7s and they were. So I went to selection, the Q course and came back to Fort Campbell and went to fifth group and, uh, did the, uh, was an engineer for a little bit and then, a uh, a team sergeant, and, and then retired a couple of years ago, and now I just go to school and watch football on Saturdays. That's about it. But, but they don't make sure you don't don't leave out that that infamous story of uh, somebody drag racing Russians in Syria. 
That, well, hey, things happen. Things, <laughs> things do happen. I, I, you know what my favorite Russian story is that uh, uh, a lot of people don't know this. First of all, we raced the Marines from Macedonia into Kosovo back in 99. And we beat them to the border so we were uh, the Charlie company of the 2505 was the first uh infantry unit into Kosovo. Uh and we only went about 10 feet in and secured the border and then let a bunch of other people come in. Let the um, Marines go in. There you go, War Doc. We yeah, yeah, but we were you. but we beat we beat the Marines. Um so so we were we were all ecstatic about that, but uh later on in that deployment we were the very first, uh, also Charlie Company two five zero five, um, second platoon, was mm. the uh, the very first unit that the uh, since the end of World War Two to do a joint U.S. Russian patrol uh, in Kosovo because we were we were and that's when I knew like oh like everybody was worried about the Cold War. Or had been worried about the Cold War, and I was like, "We were fucking scared for nothing. These guys, they don't have shit. Like they are, <laughs> dude. Oh, you guys don't have any, dude. They had a they had a set of nods that you would have to have put into a suitcase. It was giant, this huge set, of, and they sucked worse than the <laughs> seven. I had PDS sevens at the time, and and they looked at like we we showed them our nods, and they were like they thought that we were. Magician, it was it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have anything. You were the universal <laughs> soldier. <laughs> yeah, they were just like where. And then uh, they, had, they had heard that the people in Kosovo were like super poor. Those dudes made like fourteen dollars a month, and we were like, damn. They were like, yeah, we got here, and they were like, yeah, these people are poor. They were, like, what the fuck are we? Like, we don't have any money. Like, we're, <laughs> we're way more poor than these people are. Uh, yeah. Jesus. They should come fight for us, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, man. Like after after what you've done and and what you've been through and what you accomplished in your career, what are you choosing to go to school for now? Uh, funny story, leadership. Actually, I'm uh, I'm getting a master's degree in uh, organizational management and leadership with a uh, 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 a BS uh, focus. and BS. A focus in uh, he's just copying uh, me. I got my in, yeah. in, in, in project management and uh, uh, grant writing. So uh, my uh, what I would like to do is at some point I would like to uh, help write grants for uh, other veteran organizations and then do uh, project management. So, That's awesome. That, like well, it. considering I'm from Alabama, most people didn't even know I knew how to write. Is, uh, well, we still don't know that. That's how you prove yourself. That chat GPT thing will get you through a lot, I guess. <laughs> We've never seen him actually write, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. You try that text out. Speech, the text, but it doesn't understand the drawl. Everything it writes has got like this weird phonetic spelling to it. <laughs> he, he's using CD. Hyphens and dashes and dots and shit above everything. Yeah. <laughs> 
Chat GPT doesn't speak infantry anyway, so it doesn't know that like <laughs> commas aren't supposed to just be fuck. That's that, that's the problem. <laughs> he, uh, he uses he uses the old speaking spell and then lets it play into Chat GPT if he can't actually yeah. type. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, oh, look here, knuckleheads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what are you guys wanting to do with veteran trash talk? I know obviously you're basically DV radio. Like I said, you're willing to help veterans and their families and these nonprofits, but what is it outside of that? And the, uh, the 22 a day that you want to do with veteran trash talk? Yeah, the, the main, again, the main goal was a selfish one. It was our own personal therapy, Mm -hmm. finding, finding a way to find our battle buddies, reconnect, talk, and then, like I said, once we realized that there was movement behind it and how fast we grew, and now that we have grunt works, you know, there's over I mean, 800,000 followers on Facebook. And plus, it's like, why don't we try to figure out a way to make this not just online, now that we have it online, is actually have hard stand structures, have studios and hangouts. And we don't want to replace the VFW. But we want to innovate to force the VFW to innovate. Mm-hmm. Right? No more, no more spaghetti dinners and push light. <laughs> even though, like, those are great. <laughs> like, 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 I mean, to be to be fair, Nick did try to pitch the VFW, like, hey, uh, let us help you, and they were like, well. Well, this is how we can help you. And we're like, no, no, we don't need your help. Yeah, we're, we're growing. You're dying. We're, we're trying to help you, dog. Like, that's not how this works. It, yeah. you, don't, like, you don't even speak our language. No. I said it for free that we would, I said for free, we would tour and go to VFW posts and do podcasts from there and do events from there and try to bring in the GWAT crowd to the VFW. Yeah. And it's just because they, they're not going to go there. It, I've, for you guys are are you guys following the combat veteran? Yeah, uh, I following him a while ago. Yeah, well, a long time, you know. And, he, and he's doing a cool thing with Justan, as he calls his name, and his other guys, and they're they're trying to do their stand up comedy routine. And he's he's like, hey, he's like, Nick, are you in El Paso? I was like, yeah. And I'm like, I, I, how do I get? I can't get into the VFWs there, so I go to a, I go to the biggest VFW in El Paso. And I'm like, have you heard about this guy, Drew, and combat veteran? He's like, yeah, I think there was something about email, but, you know, I, I don't really want to, like, that's kind of a, like a thing, you know, I don't really want to do it. I'm like, you fucking retarded. I was like, can you please book him? I'm like, book him and watch this place fill up with 500 people tomorrow. You know, and you're going to bring in GWAT guys because, you know what, this is what they're going to love. And I, I, I sat there until he said yes. And, you know, they booked El Paso and now they're, I mean, now they're in New York. So they did that whole tour and now they're going to New York. It's, it's like, you got to be able to talk to the veterans of today. And when, again, the veterans of the GWAT are two generations yeah. of people. It's not just, it's, it's, it's generation X, it's millennials. And there's even some, you know, Y's in there. Like, and so like, you got to be able to reach all of those people. And that, so that's kind of like, I think where the, the future of this goes is we have our studios that are actual hard stands and their hangouts. And the, the, the idea that I have for the first one is to, cause we were, we call it a dumpster fire. We got our dumpster with the beers over it as our logo is have a dumpster either right out front or right in the damn center. 
And it's, you know, hey, you write your demon right here. You light it on fire. Go grab a beer and let's talk about it. You know, something like that. Like, you know, if you don't drink, God bless you. You're a better human being than me. But, like, just put it on here. Let's chat about it. I'm really glad to hear you talk about that, man, because the VFW is is and always has been a great organization. And and I tried to reach out to them also for the same purpose. Same. Like our, our generation of veterans, you know, that that smoky, dimly lit, you know, cigarette smoking clam strips dive is, is not appealing to our generation of veterans. And, and they are slowly dying off. Yeah. Um, and I would well, love to see the, the, the whole system like revitalized and and. And because it's there and, and, and the original tent intent is still there, but they're getting to the point where they, they've got a huge civilian membership even just to stay alive. Yeah. Well, yeah, they had to, they, they started allowing non-combat veterans in there. Exactly. Well, like, well that was anybody can go. That was there. the, well, that was the pitch that, uh, that Nick pitched and, and that we had talked about when, before he even went to talk to the, uh, to them was, you know, they're good for, you know, like the spaghetti dinner, smoke inside, all of that stuff. But our, our type of veterans, we're still young enough that we have, like, long gone are the days of telling your wife, Hey, I'm going down to the, I'm going down to the, the, the friggin' moose hall to have beers after work and, you know, yeah, like everything that we do, we want to involve, like we spend enough time away from our families. Yeah. Like we want to involve our families, but what we don't want to involve our families is in a place where, you know, it's not safe for our families or where we just don't like, you know, it's grimy and dingy. Like nobody wants to take their little kid to a dive bar. Yeah. And that's right. kind of what the problem that they have is that whether or not that, that it's earned or not, like, cause there are some, some, yeah. uh, some of their places aren't very bad at all. They're, they're very family friendly. Um, but that's what you think of when you think of them. And that's what Dave went with was like, let's help you revamp what you're, you know, what you got going. And just the, the old heads that were in charge were just like, we don't, we don't need any help from you youngsters. You yeah, square. Yeah. yeah. And you know, so I want to like, say I'm all for it. 50 years old. <laughs> and, I mean, I'll, I'll say his name, you know, Mr. Couture, like your podcast sucks, bro. Like you're a good dude, but like, come on, man. Like, 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 what are we doing? You're, you're, you're literally trying to drive a nail down, you know, and it's not, it's not going down. Right. You're hitting it as hard as you can. Like, like, I mean, go back. He must have forgotten about his military days to where, you know, if I'm trying something, it's not working with a few dudes or if not an entire company, I got to change. I got to adapt. I got to, I got to come up with a different way to move these guys. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, and I know what it is and we all know what it is. It's, they got, they're comfortable. They're in the little place. They got the little hat on, they got their pins and it's like, and that shit ain't going to last forever if you don't grow it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm all for the nostalgia factor, right? Like I, I, I don't, I don't mind that, but the DFW posts problems and I, I like recoil and you have reached out and tried to work with them or try to do something with them, but they're stuck in an error, an error that none of us like, like you, you have to admit it, right? Like it's, it's, it's not a good error. At the end of well, the like, day. Bu- like Buddy said, I'm, I'm a 19 or 1973 baby myself. I'm 50 years old mm-hmm. and we're whippersnappers in those joints. Right. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. 
and, and you try to explain to them like, Hey guys, it, we're not trying to take over mm-hmm. and, and, and just throw away everything that you've done for your experiences or any of that. But right. you've been, you've been carrying this ball for long enough. How about you sit down and have a beer and let us carry the ball for a little bit. Right. And, and you know what I mean? But I I also think that there's a little bit of, you know, well, it, it, that's the thing that they have and they don't want to be forgotten about, you know what I mean? And, and they don't want to be put to the side because that is, that is their thing. And, yeah, and, and I think that's what they don't understand. Like uh, we, uh, uh, us Gen Xers, like we, we want to celebrate them. Yeah. You yeah. Know, we don't, we don't want them to be forgotten, but we are the bridge between yesterday and tomorrow. That's our heritage. Yeah. That's why we're doing what we're doing today. And we wouldn't, at all ever for any reason be like, fuck those guys. Right. Like we wouldn't, if anything, we're going to celebrate the fuck out of them and be like for the new generations, this is where you come from. Essentially. This is where we came from. This is why we're here. This is why things are as great as they are in this country, in the world. Granted, we have fucked up shit going on. It's still the number one greatest country in the fucking world. We can't deny that. And without their sacrifices, without them going through hell, without them losing the battles that they lost, battle buddies, excuse me, we wouldn't be in the place we are today. There's no fucking way in hell we would be. If anything, we'd be, you, it's, it's like taking 10 steps and then falling back three, right? Yeah. But we're well, not well, going to do we, that with them. Yeah, well, we 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 bitch about the VA, or we bitch mm. about you know retirement, or we bitch about any of that stuff, and we have the ability to bitch about that, but we're so far removed from the the shit that like Vietnam vets, Korean vets, and World War II vets had to go through, yeah, to get you know a sliver of what we have, and, and you know you're right, it's not like we want to forget about them. Like, if you've uh, there, there have been a couple of shows that Nick, Nick booked uh, some guys from from Vietnam or uh, even the ones from uh, some Somalia, but the whole Black Hawk Down thing. And you know, everybody on our show is you know as a veteran that's retired. So we we've been around people, we've been around legit heroes, we've been around all that stuff. And it's funny when those guys come on from those eras, nobody talks on the show. They just shut the fuck up and listen. They're exactly. just in awe at like at what those guys had been through, what they got to do, and what they did. And you know, that's another thing. You brought up a really good other point. I'm sorry. I just before I forget, because I'm going to fucking forget. <laughs> but you brought up another really good point is that we speak out on what we are not getting that we were promised. And they come from an error. Not only did they not get what they were promised, but they were told to shut the fuck up and move the fuck on. And you don't say a goddamn word. You just take it and you adapt, right? Granted, you do need to adapt to certain situations. But when you're promised something, then it's taken from you. And you have to fight just to get one inch, much less six inches. 
And I'm not talking about dicks and porn. So all y'all shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah, up. we all, we all know you guys ain't talking about six inches. <laughs> right. We so, talking about like three and a half. Hey, right. I'm talking 12 hey, plus over yeah, here, dog. Hey, hey, you keep average, that shit down in the average, swamps. That's, that's, that's not, that's just average. That's average. You keep everybody. that down in the swamps there, war dog. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we need to see that. But that's hey, another. don't count. But that's another, <laughs> that's another aspect that they don't like either. They don't like us doing that because they aren't, they, they were brought up and they were made to, to shut the fuck up and, and move the fuck on. And now we're whining, right? We're crying, but no, we're actually trying to help you. We're trying to help our brothers and sisters presently and the ones in the future well, I think, to get what know, they deserve. I think if you put your your boots on their feet or vice versa, their boots right. on your feet and look at it from their perspective, mm-hmm. you know, that's the last thing they have. Mm-hmm. Every soldier, airman, marine, they need a mission. And if that's mm-hmm. their last mission that they have is to run that VFW hall or that, uh, you know, American Legion or whatever the case may be, that's all they got now. Exactly. You know, and, and have somebody come in and, and challenge it or try to upgrade, you know, to, to make it better. It, it's challenging them, I think. And that's the way they're taking it, which is not what we're doing right you know we're trying to keep that organization alive and it reminds and for good me reason because i mean they have so much pull in congress and everything else behind the scenes stuff that you just don't see that if we lose these organizations they don't have that say to you know go forward again so they, they are important don't get me wrong and they hopefully will adapt you know but and it reminds well, me a lot of dv6 and i know recoil can back me up on this you have to get a plan together. You have to iron out all the mishaps, all the what ifs, all the questions. And then you have to take it to them and be like, this is what we can do for you. This is how we can make this better. Celebrate you. And you still have a place to go and do exactly what you've been doing all these years, but it's going to be amplified, right? Tenfold plus today's veterans, tomorrow's veterans and way up when the fucking future veterans are going to be able to come here and do exactly what you're doing right now with nothing lost. If anything, they're going to learn something. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really glad that Oink brought that up too. You know, that's one thing is the, the amazing work that these organizations have done, the VFW, the American Legion, um, the DAV. Yep. You know, these, these organizations are, are awesome and looking out for us and, and we're just trying to, to help continue that mission and carry that torch, you know, for generations to come. Mm-hmm. Now, hey, and that that's the whole point uh, is we're not trying to replace them. Like we said from the beginning, it's like, like at all. Mm-hmm. And it's, we're, we're, we just, we have to, we're men of action. Yep. So we're going to do something and we're going to show them, look, look at how much this responded. Look at how fast veteran trash talk grew from a personal mission so all of a sudden we have a hundred thousand followers. Now it's a freaking eight hundred thousand followers, and it's like, like what, like we will do that for the VFW, and we won't even ask for a freaking dime back. And like, like you guys are talking about, it kind of makes veteran trash talk gullible because we we bring on we bring on these organizations to vet them, and then we sometimes find out three or four weeks later that maybe maybe we should you know talk about that organization again, because maybe they're not who they say they are. Right. We've but been it, in the it, same it, take, it, take, yeah. it, it, it takes a community to share that. Yeah, it absolutely right? it does. Takes, it, it, it takes a community to be like, Hey, you guys brought those guys on that show was super cool. But just so you know, this, right. Like, Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's an absolute just travesty that, 
I think it's pride. You know, obviously we know it's pride. Obviously, yeah. It's it, it's pride that keeps you from expanding, mm-hmm. and we're all guilty of it. It's like we think we have our, you know, like, but what are we doing for the next generation? Well, fuck the next generation because I'm worried about me. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's like no, and it's, and it's always tough to to think about being replaced. I mean, there is somebody else standing in my spot. You know, first squad, first platoon, alpha team. There's there's somebody else standing in my spot right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I actually thank God for that guy or gal, um, you know. But uh, but I but I do understand like with these guys, like that they, they're not ready to be replaced. Yeah, and they don't have to be. Exactly. Like just, we, like, we, like, we we can we can augment, not replace. Well, maybe we can work together on our mission, a joint mission to where when our heart stands start going up, you know, you guys can be a big time part of it. That'd be something that'd be awesome. Like, yeah, I was gonna well, say. I, 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 Earlier, yeah, I think, you I guys think, were, sorry. <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. Sorry. Right. No, well, I think that that's another thing. You guys talked about the DAV earlier, um, and you know, replacements and all that stuff. They have there's there are so many veteran organizations, and some of them, by their name alone, have like you know, like the Vietnam veterans and you know the Korean War veterans and. You know, they have just by their name alone have made their God. I don't even want to say this because my yeah, but my dad might hey, a little shit, bitch. But their their uh, their lifespan is only so far. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because you're only going to be a Vietnam veteran until there are no more Vietnam veterans. And Vietnam was a long time ago. Korea, long time ago. World War Two, a long time ago. Um, so as those as those as voids go away or, or, you know, as those voids become a, a thing, you know, that, that there are no more, you know, you can, it's hard to have a whole association with, with three dudes. You know, um, I, I think that there are going to be less organizations than what I really hope doesn't happen is that we get, like, the, we get annoyed by not being, Represented in like the the bigger associations of like the you know veterans before like the VFW all that stuff that we're like oh well we're gonna like a GWAT association or whatever because that's gonna we're gonna do the same thing that the 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 Vietnam veterans have, have done and the Korean War and et cetera. That that's awesome. So you're saying don't build temporary, build permanent. I'm saying that there you know being a veteran is enough of a moniker. You don't need to, to be so specific that you're like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm making an association of 82nd airborne from 1998 to 1999. You know what I mean? We like, all that that and, can and, only last so long. Right. Yeah. And in such, you're alienating everybody else. Exactly. Right. So we, we all know, were the, make the, what we've got better. Don't, don't try to invent new. That's just going to go away. Just like, let us, let us help you help ourselves make this one organization that's already got what needs to happen better. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. You're saying exactly what we've been saying for years. We all wore the same uniform. We all done what our contract said. Stop treating us like one, we're kids and two, like 
everybody's different. Cause at the end of the day, we needed that cook. We needed that mechanic. We needed that infantry, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And it didn't matter which fucking war you were in, or if you didn't go to war, if you stayed stateside and didn't ever fucking deploy, you done your due diligence and done what the fucking contract said. Right. Like, but we should still make a disclaimer that if you're airborne, it should be a separate organization. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you we, should we just have be at the top of your organization. There will be a shack. There will be a shack for you guys to go out to. Yeah, there's nobody, nobody <laughs> a separate meeting. Was an airport. Yeah, yeah, a separate right, meeting so. from uh, for legs. Yeah, <laughs> legs can't come to the real. <laughs> but no, I was. But we're, all, I was we're all equal. But we're all equal. Right, right. right. We are. We yeah, are definitely yeah. equal. Um, what I was going to say earlier, uh, if you hadn't have been late, Mr. Big fucking Earl and Buddy the Green Barrett, um, was in the pre-show. I was going to say I'd, I'd love to, to partner up with you guys on any level because me and Recoil and DV6 had said a long time ago when I took over, uh, DV Radio, I was like, we need to turn DV Radio into a network, not own any of your shit right but at the same time there's one place where everybody can go and they can listen to any veteran podcast or any veteran youtube show or whatever and get the resources there and you guys like you you are fucking dv fucking veteran trash talk you can't get more fucking dv than that outside of this fuck uh dysfunctional right like what the fuck um but anyway (laughs) So no, you're right. It's it, it's a it's a thing. It's a dynamic where people see veteran trash talk and they want to say the most outlandish shit. Mm-hmm. You're like, isn't this trash talk? Yeah, yeah. But you got to be good at it. Yeah, like you, you, <laughs> you can't you, you, you can't just be like, hey, fuck you, faggot. It's like, no, 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 no yeah. There's no, a, no, we've had no. some guests on that that were not very good at it, and you're like, yeah, hey, like, um, calm down, dude. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> and that's the yeah, thing yeah, too, yeah. right? Like you're you're not trash talking. You're just being a dick. Yeah, and and, and and Earl said he had been following us for a while, so I'm, I know he uh, knows exactly what I'm getting ready to say, but. We get flack and we have gotten flack over the years because you're dysfunctional. Oh my God. That's bad. But you have veteran, veteran in your name too. Yeah. Oh God. Back the fuck off of me. Like, Oh, that's why we made the fucking shirt, bitch. Um, so, (laughs) but, but you're exactly right. Uh, it's if, if people don't learn the history, they'll never understand why we do the way, the things we do, why we do them the way we do them, while we talk the way we talk, and while we hit things head on instead of pussyfooting around the goddamn campfire singing kumbaya until somebody finally takes some action and, you know, a billion dollars later and 30 years later, oh, we're, we're going to make the pact act. That's great. Yeah. Well, the, uh, well, like you said, that, what seems to be the big one of the bigger issues and and you're right when you say that you know people should uh kind of link up and make one big is network i guess is because there's there are there's only there's almost so much information out there for veterans and mm-hmm. so many resources for veterans that you can get lost in the um, like the ocean of information that comes at you when you're looking for something. Oh man, I've um, said it a hundred times. VA.gov. Try to find one thing in ten seconds on VA.gov. You'll never do it. Come on, let's. let's hey, I let's couldn't even a, sign on. I couldn't even sign on the other day in ten minutes. Yeah, let's, let's put our honesty like, caps on. Any, my, my point. Any dot. Any dot gov. Exactly. Like I've, I've had a, I, you know, I remember being in the army and having this conversation. Like, like, a year like ago. I don't, yeah, I don't understand why we're so worried 
about the Chinese hacking our <laughs> our like secret AK. net or our nipper or any of that. Yes. Like as fucking soon as they do, AKO. <laughs> like I can't I can't use this shit. How are they gonna use it? Like look, if they figure it out, tell them to call me. Look, hey, give me a fucking round eye and have pop up locker on. Right. Yeah, like, I'm not I don't have a college degree or anything and I don't claim to be the smartest that, fucking person in the world, but I've built a hundred thousand fucking websites at this point, and I still could never tell you how the fuck AKO fucking worked ever. I yeah, don't well, fucking know. Be, the, the greatest thing ever would it be to to have like a spy camera on like some <laughs> Chinese hacker's wall when he goes in and hacks AKO, and he's like, "I know how my my." My fucking my password's over thirty days old. I gotta, I got I need yes. new password. Oh no, it has to have capitals, it's and it has to be what? Why it has to be different every time? I don't know. Sixteen oh, characters. So sorry. Sixteen so sorry. characters. We don't have this many characters in alphabet. Yeah, it has to be sixteen characters, at least two fucking symbols, three numbers, and the rest fucking upper and lower case. Fucking You could never I'm use your last ten passwords. The, the, either. the military, the military doesn't make it even harder by like giving you like some weird, like <laughs> nebulous time to like you got thirty seconds to come up with a new password. Right, completely locked out of your system. And it's like Jesus, what the fuck? Like password doesn't work. Hey, and once they do get the password to work, they're like. What hyperlink? I need to figure out how to get to to my pay. <laughs> Good luck getting into fucking defense. You just watch, you watch their fucking heads explode as they get to like fucking eye perms and every other thing they need instead of fucking my pay. And they're like, I just want my W two. I thought AKO was bad when I got to fucking Iraq and they had me create a fucking zipper account. I never got oh, to use God. that motherfucker because it never created the goddamn account. Ever. Oh, I got a super account. I had a super account for a long time. People used to get mad at me. I, like, I, Why don't you ever get on your secret yeah. on the secret account? And I was like, well, a because it doesn't have anything on there. Like it's not like you touch. <laughs> it's not like people think that like you get a like, secret access. Yeah, and you like you you go onto the computer and you type in like. JFK and all the information. Oh, yeah. It's like fucking some guy with the CIA holding fucking John F. Kennedy's head. Like, yeah, I got him, motherfucker. It's like, that's not how it works. It's exactly like, it, getting onto the secret the the computer is is not very hard. Getting to where you like I said, getting to where you need to navigate to. Yep, that's the part that if I have PTSD from anything. By God, yeah. the goddamn army computer system is one of them. I like think I that's... turn on, you go, you go, you send me to AKO, and I'm looking for like pills or something. Like you got, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need some antidepressants <laughs> for a minute. I need to go on an acid trip before I use any of that shit anymore. Like I think oh that's why God. I lose my shit when something doesn't go right on a computer. Like, yeah, I lose my I, fucking I, shit due to that. I, I'd have so to agree, a, agree though. My PTS is stateside, not Afghanistan. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. oh, it, it, God, it, it, maybe maybe that was their plan. It's like let's make these guys fucking miserable, like yeah. back here in Garrison. Where it's like, God, send me back there so I don't have to do this shit anymore. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you what, I'd have rather been in fucking psyops training than to use one of those fucking websites in my entire life ever fucking again. Dude, the only thing that would be more funny than watching some Chinese hacker 
break into to, to AKO would be to watch some Iranian hacker break into uh, DTF. <laughs> All I got to do is one trip. <laughs> yeah, dog, you ain't getting paid. <laughs> You're fucked. That's not happening. So um, before I forget, you did we did mention earlier uh, you partnered up with Gruntworks. Tell us a little bit about that. No, so we own Gruntworks now. Okay. So they are no longer the same organization. They fall under our umbrella. Awesome. Uh, yeah, they, there is, uh, we still have a few links to them. Like our producer, a Marine veteran, he, uh, he was from that tree. And then one of the clothing apparel uh, people was from that tree who actually created the page. Uh, but other than that, we all we did was we took over that, that platform so that we could uh, rejuvenate it. And, you know, actually get it back on uh, back on the right page of what it's supposed to be and use that audience. That's that is what it is. And, yeah, so we we own Gruntworks now and they're pretty much, you know, just our, you know, it's ours. So we we love using that platform as well and spreading our mission. Yeah, I've I seen uh, a little bit about, you know. I seen a certain post that you guys had made a while ago and that's what I was talking about earlier. So I'm glad you guys put that out there in the open publicly and I love it. Just well, what, what, what post? Hey, hey man, we're free, man. We're free game. Yeah. Like if we, if we can learn any way from you guys or learn from anyone or learn, we're learn from us, so. what we are fucked in the ass. The eyes is what the well, fuck? Exactly. So I'm just saying, um, there's no, that, no, like, you did or, learn from the guys that lost their 9 million a day page. Yeah. 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 Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Dickwad <laughs> asshole. What I can tell you is don't do a gun raffle, even if it's perfectly legal, legit and through an FFA. Yeah. Well, right. So, so we, you know, we were dealing with stuff. We got shut down on November 9th, 2021 for saying cheers, uh, devil dogs. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was for bully. So for bullying. bullying. I've heard that a few times. You guys got hit after we did. So when we got hit, to be fair, it is a bulldog. Well, when we got a bulldog, not a devil dog, when we got completely banned, it was during the height of Facebook saying fuck veterans essentially, right? If you were speaking your mind, if you were going against the grain, even if you posted the same meme that a hundred other places had posted, you were against the TOS and the TOS literally changed every day and we couldn't keep up. So do you know why that was? There's, there's so many reasons. Which one are you going to choose? I I, I know why. (laughs) Which one are you going to choose? (laughs) The biggest problem is we we were a monster that their algorithms could not control. Yeah. Well, that's hundred percent. That's the fact. Um, We, uh, I, I got a call from a Spotify executive and they, they said, Hey, no matter what you're doing, keep going. They're like, Facebook can't handle this right now. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And, you know, thankfully I had a, a, a battle buddy that has been very successful in his life and, and, and in their conglomerate, they, they had, I think they spent, they spend about, honestly, about 1 million a month in advertising on Facebook. Yep. Like the conglomerate does. And they said, we can't even get Facebook on the phone. Yeah. And they're like, how much, how much you spend a month in advertising? I'm like 500 bucks. <laughs> And it's like, and they're like, well, good fucking luck, you know, but, but they brought up an interesting point that after January 6th, 
every veteran group in the last five years that was created was put into an extremist algorithm. Yeah. And they couldn't handle the amount of pings that it was hitting. So they hired temp workers. And when your, when your complaint went up about like, Hey, you guys are misunderstanding this post. It went to somebody in India that was like, yeah, fuck those dudes. Like, you know, like they, like they, they had no idea. So like, it's just, it was, it was a travesty. And I, I mean, I will give it to Facebook a little bit. They have been pretty solid with us in reconciling what's happened. Like they even back paid us some pay. Um, well, they completely fucked they, us. So, yeah. <laughs> and again, maybe, maybe I can look into that as well. Just talking to them, but they, they put us in, it's the same thing as what we always talk about. Our, our, our most famous shirt on veteran trash talk is quit being a triggered pansy. Right. And that's a message to veterans. It's not, and, and it can be a message to everyone, but it's, we all get upset. We all get pissed off. But if you drop that veteran card, you better be careful mm-hmm. because now you're speaking for all of us. Right. And you right. don't. So if you're that crazy asshole that can't get a job, I'm here to help you. I love you. You're my brother. But don't drop that veteran card. Don't say it's because you have PTSD you couldn't get that job. It's like, because a lot of us have PTSD and are looking for that job. And now all you're doing is scaring away that, that hirer. And so, yeah, it, it's difficult. It, it's a difficult thing because we want to, we want to be our brother's keeper, but in that same sense, we have to be hard on each other. Yeah. that's what, we, what, You have to be able to tell them that like, yeah, yeah. Okay, granted you might have PTSD. You might have some symptoms from, from shit that you've seen or you've done. But you know when you're acting like an asshole. Yeah. Don't act like an asshole and then throw the veteran's card as if that gives you some carte blanche excuse to treat people like shit. You you don't have it. It's just not a real thing. And, 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 and not only there's that. No, there's no entitlement to be an asshole because you're a veteran. Right. No. no, 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 no but, but there are so many people that, A, do it. And then, you know, there are people that will drop the veteran card that have never even been a veteran before because they, because they get some like, because it's almost like they can't be questioned. You know, like you see, like I live uh, close to Nashville, you go down to Nashville and there's all these dudes that like are where, you know, they got their, they're flying their veteran sign and, you know, asking for money and this, that, and the other. And you're like, dude, you like, what do you, yeah. like, if you were like a, a, a straight up like veteran, first of all, being homeless, that's just being in the field. Where's your poncho? You, you want to tell me you're a veteran? Let me see your hooch. Because if you were a homeless veteran, you'd have a sick hooch. You know what I mean? Like you, there's no way that you've allowed yourself to become this thing that you're saying that you are, and and begging for money when there are some there are people on the completely other side of the spectrum that have seen the same things, done the same things, and and take it for what it is, take responsibility for themselves, and then don't try to take advantage of other people and then give them some kind of victim guilt card because because you signed up for the military? Like, but you signed up, but you did that. We, we all did it. You don't get anything for doing it other than what you got, what they said you were going to get. Yeah, and I think that's, some, that's, that's one thing that 
people misconstrued too is, well, you signed up for it, so you're not entitled to anything. Actually, I was promised a lot of shit. Don't get it. That's what I'm fucking bitching about. That's what we're here yeah, yeah. for. Well, right? I'm entitled so to what you that. said you yeah. were going to give me. Like, that's, I'm, not, exactly. that's not an entitlement. That's what you were owed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's that's yeah, that's a yeah. big misconception in the quote unquote civilian world, right? Like you start right. talking, you start bringing this shit up and it's like, well, you volunteered. You don't deserve it. Actually, I do. I signed a contract yeah. that said I get X, Y, Z and I'm only getting EFG. Right. Right. But, co- but coaching, coaching those people. Right. Is it, it's important to not be an asshole. Exactly. It's yeah. like, it, because they they'll see these, they'll see one or two people because they might be in a town where there's five fucking veterans and one of them's homeless. And the other one's always getting in bar fights and it's like, hopefully they're winning them, but like, it's, you know, it's, you know, it's like, Hey, and we just had a guest on today that is like, why don't we have people in communities signing up to bring veterans home Yeah, when they get out? Like, like, and that's a great, great idea too. Great idea. And it's like, why is it so simple that none of us thought about it? That's why it's like, like, why don't we just, hey, where are you moving to? Oklahoma, we're going to, uh, you know, I don't know, pick a city, Fort, like Austin, Austin, Texas, right? There is five people there that will integrate you into Austin. Where mm-hmm. do you want to live? Want to live here? Okay, this is like, here. here's the things that are going on there. You don't get to play a bullshit fucking card here. Like, you got to, like, this is the way that community works. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and, Go ahead. One of the one of the biggest things that I saw, you know, with the whole DV thing and creating DV, um, you know, because I was I was there pretty much, pretty close to the beginning with six, um, you know, and the, and the whole mantra of DV was like we, our whole goal was to reach out to to veterans that were at their lowest point uh, and struggling the most uh, because those were the guys that really needed us the most. Um, you know, so our smoking and joking made us accessible to them. They didn't, they didn't feel like we outclassed them. So they couldn't admit to us that they had problems. Um, but the biggest thing we saw with those veterans was there was a lot of people that really struggled with undiagnosed PTS. And this is early on. I'm talking, you know, nineties, even into the mid two thousands guys that got OTHs for self medicating right. when they weren't getting treated for PTS that mm-hmm. they had. And that's a failure of command. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. Um, and, but. No, go ahead. I, I didn't know. I was going to say something to Sergeant Word Dog. Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Say it. Well, I was going to say, we've been talking for an hour and War Dog, these are your guests. And as always, you're as humble as a motherfucker that me and Recoil have ever fucking seen in our entire lives. Even though I don't brag about shit. That being said. What questions do you have for Earl and uh, Buddy? Oh, man, my questions, um, you know, most of which were asked when they invited me on their show, man. They, um, I know they, they said a lot of uh, shit talking and trash talking goes on, but I felt like I survived the Marine treatment pretty well, man. They didn't leave me like feeling like I had a punker factor or, you know, I needed to tuck tail and run. So they, they showed nothing but complete love when I was on, man. But, um, I guess um, the only additional question I could think of would be uh, where are you where are you looking to go towards in the future? 
I yeah. I mean, no, we didn't ask you a lot of tough questions because we were terrified of you because we were we're all white guys. Uh, oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> no, just just messing with you, war dog. Just, uh, no, we uh, you know, we 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 poke enough fun at our Marine Corps producer to that gets our Marine fix in. We just uh, like go, going back on where we want to go in the future is that's we we own a big part of that stigma that gets us hurt, especially on social media. So you got, you know, you got this functional veteran, right? You have, uh, you know, you like you got anything you put with veteran, and then that puts us into a cast in that algorithm that looks bad, and we don't get our voice to say. No, actually, it's just that that attracts people to us that are in our in our tribe. So we made it that name, and we even had to change our group. So we have it's called BTT Official. We made it that it's a group on Facebook because it kept getting shut down because the word veteran was in it. So we changed it to VTT official. And it hasn't been shut down since. Hmm. And that's, that's, I think the future is finding a way to destroy this algorithm to where we have a place to where we can keep, we can be our brother's keeper and we can, t- and again, I'd love to say that we could end veteran suicide, but I don't honestly I don't think we can. I think that's a bad goal. But if we can put a goal to where we can save lives, like that's a better goal. Like I'm, we're not going to end veteran suicide, but we'll do our best. And if we can have a hard stand structure, and if we can coach the civilian world and social media to, you know, you got like like DAV, DV vets dysfunctional vets, all that, like, no, these are, these are clever names to draw attention. It mm-hmm. should not be placed into an algorithm that is shut down on site. And that's what's happening on Facebook right now. We are getting shut down because we have veteran in our name. So yeah, I guess the, the whole point is, is to, to like, like buddy was saying, and our guest earlier was saying is get our name out there so that I don't have the answer. Buddy doesn't have the answer. War Dog doesn't have the answer, but somebody on this fucking page does. So I don't know. Uh, I, I think I think that we've through uh, through starting this and and doing it every week. I think the one thing that we have seen is is a their veterans don't really need people to that we can do we can help ourselves a lot more than um, than than people tend to give us credit for. I think. Right. Um, and, and what we found, well, anyway, what I've seen, um, is that, you know, there are all these organizations started by veterans, run by veterans that, that help out veterans. Um, but putting them in one place, like Nick had the idea of having a hard stand structure that has like just QR codes all behind it so that you can, you know, you can look up these organizations and help them or get help from them. Um, but the one thing that we have seen is that when it comes to like the the 
the 22 a day or, you know, whatever number you're going to put with it. Cause it's, it's generally, uh, higher than 22 a day. Um, the, uh, the cure for that is, is, is not to put yourself on an Island away from your buddies that you were in the, in the military with. And there's a lot of organizations that do like, Hey, we're going to go fishing or we're going to go do that. Or we're going to do, uh, you know, whatever. But it, I mean, honestly, it's, it's swallowing your ego enough to make a phone call and go hang out with some of the guys that you used to, to hang out with. And, you know, Nick had said, you know, at the beginning, having a hard stand structure where people can go not to just go do an adventure, but just go hang out and talk. And, you know, and, you know, we kind of talked about that with the uh, VFW and all that stuff. That's what those were at the, at the beginning, you know, that's how those started. And I think that's kind of what Nick had talked about has laid out for the future of VTT is, is helping whether they're called VTT or they're called something else, whether they're called the, the VFW even, you know, but places where guys go, guys and gals go to hang out, talk with the, you know, people, that they served with and their families can go um, so that they don't feel like they're alone all the time. Cause that's what kills us. That's what, that's what makes people kill themselves. That's what does uh, is it's not being a veteran. It's being a veteran alone by yourself who thinks that nobody's there for him. Yeah. And that's what we've touted for since I can remember. Um, and the that, shittiest thing is that it's a phone call. It's one phone call. And like, if we, if people say it and they're like, but it literally is a, a phone call or, or just driving to go see somebody. And you know, it's amazing when you see veterans that serve together or even didn't, but especially ones that serve together in the same platoon or squad or, or company or whatever, the moment they see each other again, get on the phone, see each other, whatever the conversation picks up right where it left off. Like it, they, they don't even skip a beat. Yeah. And you hey, buddy. See the spark come back in their eyes and, and they're like, yeah, like they're, they're with their, their people. Yeah. Buddy spot on. My, my dad just left here. He visited me and he's like, he's like, you know, he's like, you don't talk about much about your deployments. He's like, but every time your buddies are in here and you know, a little bit of booze starts flowing, you guys are just on it, you know? And he's like, it's that is exactly right. Just being in a spot to where you can have a shared understanding and, and just, and just grow with each other. Yeah. And, and, and then grow the businesses too. Like, why can't I grow your business? We have apparel veteran trash talk has apparel and we literally bring on veteran owned apparel companies. We don't give a shit. Like buy all of their shirts. Don't give two shits. If you buy ours, mm-hmm. buy dysfunctional veteran shirts. Don't care. Like, why does that matter? And, you know, and so that I think a lot of that is, you know, where we, like you were talking about earlier, maybe we'll talk about it offline is there's people on there that just are there for the bottom dollar. Yeah. And you know, yeah. what, what I was going to say, what, uh, in, in action, I guess, to what Buddy was saying is that what we've said for years is outside of the help for getting resources, right? It's the camaraderie. It's the fact that knowing you're not the only one that's fucked in the head or fucked mentally or fucked physically or emotionally. There's so many of us out there and we all served and we all signed the dotted line 
And at the end of the day, we're all fucking family, brothers and sisters. I never actually met Recoil or Sergeant Wardog. I finally met Oink not too long ago. But at the end of the day, I can tell you right now, if something happened tomorrow, I could call any of these assholes up and then they'd be like, when and where? Okay, I'm on my way. That's all I'd have to do. And that's what it's all about at the end of the day, right? Like knowing that just because you served, it doesn't matter what fucking branch, because other than Air Force and Marines in here, all of us was Army, no matter what color you are, no matter if you're male or female, no matter if you were infantry or a desk jockey or a cook or a mechanic or what the fuck ever, we're all veterans and we all signed that dotted line. And the fact that there are so many out there that want to stigmatize certain words or pussyfoot around suicide and depression and PTSD and let's hand, let's hold hands. All right. Let's sing kubaya. Okay. We'll get it fixed. It might be two decades, but we'll get it fixed guys. Let's lob all these billions of dollars at it. It's, it's going to take us a little while and, and, and your family's not going to get anything back and you're probably going to die before it happens, but we're going to take care of you. It's sad that that's fucking still happening in 2020 fucking three. And we've had the VA for how fucking long now? And we've had these fucking yeah, who organizations. The VA, though? Right. You know what I mean? But, but we've had it, these, it, it, but outside it, of that, it, we have, we've had these organizations and nonprofits for how long? Like the fact that we're still sitting here and, and, and like Earl said, we're never going to get rid of veteran suicide virtually. We, we uh, it would be good to say, Oh my God. That just happened because it hasn't happened in so long and it was one, right? I don't want it to happen. I, I fucking hate it. But if it was one of those events that just happened 30 years from now, right? I think we've quote unquote accomplished what we set out to do. And that's to make sure that these men and women know they're not alone and that they're actually getting the shit that they are owed or that their families are owed. Cause I've got a nurse that comes out because I have home base healthcare. And when the PAC Act happened, we were talking about it and we were talking about, you know, how they're getting shit back and this, that, and the other. And she goes, really? And I said, yeah. She was like, that would have been nice to know. I was like, what do you mean? Her dad was in Vietnam and died not too long ago. And now they're fucked. Like, and it's like, what the fuck? We're in 2020 fucking three and we can't get shit taken care of even with all these fucking organizations and nonprofits because somebody has to have a fucking ego trip because, oh, look at me. Look at what I do for our brothers and sisters. <laughs> like, right. Because they're in it for the fame and the glory and the money. Like, it looks good on the outside. But when you get down to it, how many of them are actually doing something for the betterment? Right. Well, it's it's, it's also not a very profitable no way like, well, there are some things that are profitable but it's not a profitable endeavor absolutely yeah, it's uh yeah and and yeah, if you look at it, it the the conspiracy side and you're lucky dave's not on here the conspiracy oh, God, side, be aliens. <laughs> jesus yeah the conspiracy side of the whole thing is you know if you look at it from the government's perspective like a uh, or a business perspective veterans are a a drain on the budget 
So if they do enough to make yes, you feel are. good, like you're doing something, mm-hmm. then they placate you so that you don't get upset. You're absolutely right. But if they don't solve the problem, they have less people every year they have to pay. Right. Except for the fact that they keep starting fucking wars. Right. <laughs> like it's, it's like, if you don't want, there is a really simple way. And, and most veterans will, will are down with this way. There's a very simple way to not have to pay for veteran health care, for an army, for any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Stop fucking causing wars. Yep. Stop fucking fighting over shit. It's, a, it's, a, it's simple. But they're not going to do that, and they haven't done that, but, but they want to pay less in the long run because, well, th- we didn't think that it was going to be this expensive. Man, maybe, um, maybe they need to do like they do all the other fucking big jobs in America and just resource it out to other countries. I mean, yeah. uh, but yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to well, fucking so, hell, aren't I? Yeah, they, they Pro- proxy wars have been happening for a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right I now, know. We just, we just, I we know. just bombed two nice proxy <laughs> targets in Syria. <laughs> I know. So, I just, like, I just yeah, want to see how many yeah. fucking snowflakes are going to lose their shit on me saying we need yeah. to fucking do that. Yeah. Cause, you know, well, fucking not, corporate America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, um, but I, I, like, you know, you were talking, I had a buddy, um, not too long ago and, and I'm definitely not going to use his name, but he was having some issues with, and, and we talked to him. Uh, we've talked about him today, but, uh, he was having some issues. Ended up having to go to the VA. Um, and, and they just threw a bunch of pills at him and then made it an appointment for him to come back in a couple months. Jesus. Um, and he was having problems like violent outbreaks, you know, um, he had gone to jail, this, that, and the other. Right. Well, he ended up, he was talking to his VA representative and, and he had to come up with a quote unquote safety plan of people he would call if he like he wanted to hurt himself or other people. Um, and so he had called me, we were talking about it with the, the lady in the, in the office. And, uh, at one point I'd said, she said something about, you know, making sure he didn't have any guns in the house and this, that, and the other. And I was like, you know, you can say that. And, and if you're a civilian, that sounds logical. Yep. But if you're not a civilian, if you're a XSF guy or an infantry guy or a guy that just likes like was around guns, it's also you know it, it's like telling a civilian person get a, get rid of your golf clubs. Mm-hmm. You know if the person likes to go to the range because that's how he clears his head is going to the range and putting rounds down range and and having to do everything precisely the same way every time, and he can't think of everything else, and he can only focus on one thing, and it calms him down, you know, then you know, to say get rid of all of your, get rid of all your guns is is detrimental to their mental health. Yeah. So you understand the, the room, understand who you're talking to. You're not just talking to – you know, Billy, the accountant that's angry because his calculator's not working right. You're talking to a guy that has spent his entire life around guns and you're like, Hey, 
you can't be around the tools of your trade anymore. Well, not only that, I've said this many times. It, it, and we're going to get dark here for a second, like we haven't been, but I want to bring it back up before we end the show, if you guys don't mind. But going off of what you're saying, if a person, veteran or not, is serious about ending it all, they're going to fucking find a way, whether they've got a gun or not. And people don't see that. They want to see, well, if we take away all this stuff, they're good. No. Yeah, you need well, to you see know what's what? going I, I would on argue that, that it's not about that. It's not about if we take away this stuff, we're good. Right. If we take away this stuff, if we tell them that if we can check on a block that we told them to take away that stuff, then when somebody asks us a question, we can say that we did what we needed to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's not about the results. It's not about helping them. It's about checking a block and covering your own ass. Exactly. Buddy, that's what he was saying. No. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I'm agreeing with them. Yeah, yeah. it's a hundred percent about covering your own ass. You know, well, yeah, and, it's, it's no different than, than saying, you know, oh, take take away all medications because you could you could overdose on medications. Yet you need those antidepressants. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And going back to the beginning of the show, we were talking about it's a failure at leadership, and we have had Brad Stinson on the Mortgage Marine, and we've talked to him about this too. How many of your leadership reached out to you after you left service? Yeah, 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 yeah. Zero. And and it's None always that six month slump that something seems to happen with almost every soldier. Almost every soldier yep. is that six months. Because three months, oh yeah, I'm doing good. I'm, I got a job. Family's doing great. Blah 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 blah. Fifth month, yeah, we're doing great. Getting ready to do some good stuff. Blah 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 blah. Then that six month hits. Well, six months is pretty hard to fucking get through. I don't care who the fuck you are after you've left something that you absolutely fucking love nine times out of 10. Cause I, I think it's safe to say we all fucking loved it. No matter how much we fucking hated the shit that went on. Right. Like we miss, yep. we miss our family. We miss not having to think about what we're going to wear and what we're going to eat and where we're going to be and what job we're going to do and how long we're going to work. We didn't have to fucking do a goddamn thing. Cause that fucking show up at the end of the day. Right. And it starts with leadership. It really fucking does. And I don't want to put it all on leadership, but at the same time, and, and we've had Troy Yusufer on who said, you know, they are doing a lot of change, right, with leadership, but they're also putting it on the soldier. Look, you need to not not talk about it. You need to talk about it, no matter who it is. You don't have to always go to your chaplain. You don't always have to go to your first sergeant or your leadership or whatever. Find somebody that you're comfortable with and fucking talk to them. And you don't have to talk to them about what's actually fucking bothering you. Just let just let your mind know that somebody's fucking there. Cause if you mentally know somebody's fucking there, that you can put your head on their shoulder and they can walk with you through whatever fucking bullshit you're going through nine times out of 10, you're going to be okay. Cause you're going to reach out to them before it gets too fucking fucked up and you can't turn back and you find a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yeah. Like, like you said, Bo, you know, it, 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 it might start with leadership, but it doesn't necessarily end with leadership. And like mm-hmm. what these guys have is, is beautiful. These guys all serve together and shit. Like when it comes to my squad, I'm the one that reaches out like that. None of them guys ever ask me how the hell I'm doing. And that, and that's what we really need to concentrate on is, is looking out for each other. Like you guys and, and Bo, you said about it earlier, like you, me and dog and oink and, and the rest of the crew, like we, we formed our own unit. Yeah. 
and we look out for each other. And that's that's what we all need to do as brothers and sisters is is look out for each other. And and if your unit ain't reaching out to you, you you find your people because we're out here. Yeah, well, you're out there, but they, but they're you're ever they're everywhere. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's I I, uh, I when I got out, I started going to uh, the uh, the Harvard of the Southeast clubs, Austin Austin P State University, and uh, but there's there are veterans organizations right here, you know, in, in at, at at every college they've got veterans groups, they've got veterans groups all over the place and, and yeah you can make your own you can figure out and make your own group you just have to be open-minded and i think one of the other things i wanted to say earlier was we do a a disservice to ourselves by making everything that we became because we were in the military a negative attribute mm-hmm. you know what i mean like yeah i do not everything that is a symptom of PTSD is negative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and I've talked about this on our show before. At one point I was in, uh, I was in Paris walking around in, in, in Paris and I found myself and I, I do this all the time and I was diagnosed with hypervigilance and all the other, you know, this other bullshit. They didn't even sign on on time. Yeah. 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 I'm a hypervigilance to, to, fucking threats not to being late for a, a fucking show dude come on let's, <laughs> you guys are gonna kill me um but uh but I, I when we were when we were walking through paris i was like okay like if somebody pops out from like this alley this is where i you know i need to move the kids over here and this i need to do that and i thought about it and i was like i wonder what fucking civilians think about when they're just walking around a city that they've never been to they are they just like oh this is so pretty and they like, uh, and I thought about it and I was like, is that a bad thing or is that a good thing? And I was like, well, it might be a bad thing if you can't, if you 100% can't enjoy any of your life because you're so worried about it. I guess you could make an argument that it's a bad thing. But if a motherfucker pops out of that alley and starts shooting at motherfuckers and you've got a plan in your head, that's a good thing. Right. Exactly. Uh, then, yeah, right. Then, then, exactly. then it becomes a. The, how did this veteran save all of these people by reacting so quickly? Because the motherfucker was thinking about it ten minutes before it happened. Yeah, we called that happened. We, we were we were fucking John Wick thing. and Sherlock Holmes that shit before we even fucking showed up, motherfucker. Like, right, exactly. But 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 you know what I mean. But we make it like, oh my god, it's so terrible, and this, that, and the other, and, and that's just one of of many things. But just because. People tell you that it's a bad thing doesn't mean that you have to look at it like it's a bad thing. Yeah. You know, it, 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 so it, we do ourselves a disservice by, you know, taking things that at some point, you know, maybe put on a piece of paper as a disability and, and, and we're like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm disabled because of this. Like, well, yeah. Like, you don't have the ability, like you're not like everybody else, but that doesn't mean that you're, that that's a bad thing. Like, sometimes it's good. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, man. And not only do we do ourselves a disservice by judging ourselves against what other people do, we also do ourselves a disservice by judging other people by what we do. 
Mm-hmm. Like our, our expectation yeah. of civilians and stuff may be unrealistic. And I actually talked about this on the last show we just had. Um, but like what we expect of, of, of people who have not served in the military, who have lived, you know, um, we, we've all lived right place, right time, right uniform. Um, and, and we look at the, at civilians and we're like, hey, man, these people are fucking idiots, you know, when, when they aren't necessarily. So we kind of do ourselves a double disservice on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I would agree. Well, I really don't want to, but I'm having back spasms galore tonight, and I'm not sure I can sit in this position much longer. But I want to work with you guys. I really do. I'm, I'm serious as fuck. I'm going to add you guys to uh, other podcasts on dvradio.net. And uh, like I've done the last couple, I'm adding you guys to the DVR family on the website um, because you, you guys are a DV. I mean, it's unequivocally a yes so it's 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 a no-brainer at the end of the day and obviously cross-platforming and cross-showing whatever the fuck people these fucking kids are calling this shit today i don't know um with veteran trash talk working together exactly exactly but you know trigger words and super words and fucking <laughs> algorithms. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I want everybody who's listening while we're on podcast, go check out veteran trash talk.com right now. Uh, support them, share them, uh, listen to as much as you can watch them on YouTube. Uh, if you have time to actually sit down and watch them, uh, check out their green, check out their crayon line. Yeah. Don't forget that. <laughs> oh, um, wow. <laughs> check, it's, check. it's really good head over to their we need to, we need to make that one so that it like smells and tastes you know what I mean like the, the grape crayon tastes like yeah, scratch, scratch your shirt scratch your website yeah, yeah. and search crayon yeah <laughs> uh, don't forget to go over to their social media and follow them keep updated with them and like I said you can come over here to dvradio.net and you'll be able to find their stuff on their other podcasts as well as DVR family uh, but uh, do stay on with us, but Earl and Buddy, any last words for our listeners live or on podcast or anything you want them to know about Veteran Trash Talk right now or upcoming? Absolutely. I'll let uh, Buddy close it out with his words, okay. but we, we are our brother's keeper. And we are responsible not only for ourselves, but for each other. And the minute that we lose that, we've lost what we served for. We've lost what we are. And we don't. I don't speak for all veterans. Neither do any of you, but somebody out there has your same story. So just share it so that we can help fix it together. Uh, on to you, buddy. Um, I think I kind of like to basically, I guess, caveat piggyback, if you will, off of, mm-hmm. uh, behoove you. Off of behoove you to listen, uh, off what Nick said, you know, the truth is none of us have the answer. Absolutely. None of us know, a hundred percent what the right answer is, but together we can all kind of get ourselves to where we're supposed to be uh, and where we need to be. And, and we're, if, if we spend all of our time tearing each other down, you know, there's, there are plenty of people out there that want to tear uh, all of us down, whether you're a veteran or you're just an American or whatever. Um, but in, in, in all groups, there's, if there's one group that should be happy with each other's success and happy to, to hold other people up, it's our group. And, you know, it's, it's nice that there's, there's, you know, there's trash talk and there's a little competition, but at the end of the day, 
you know, veterans should not be the group that that sees one of their buddies do well and and behind their back is talking shit like ah fuck that guy you know what i mean mm-hmm. we should want each other to do well like it should make you proud that another veteran is succeeding and doing and 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 doing well uh and i think it's uh i think it's cool that uh all of like between you know dv and btt and all the other groups it's it's cool that that we seem to be on the same basically sheet of music um and just want to help each other succeed i think that's awesome Absolutely. And money's the answer. Duh. Uh, but <laughs> of course, but well, we don't, we don't care. We all got jobs. Right. Before I, uh, ha- uh, go over and get the last words of all the other three dvfarm.org. Check it out. We still need your help to help the problem child, uh, the veteran community, the homeless and addicted that have been through the VA and they gotten kicked out and they have nowhere to turn for help with addiction problems. We need to raise the money for the septic system, 25 grand, because we got to get all the shit redone and up to code. And it's not as simple as a simple little fucking plug and tug and it gets clean and shit. We actually have to redo everything up to code. So that's why we have to raise the 25 grand. dvfarm.org, check it out. Please help us as quickly as you can. If you can't help us monetarily, please share and spread the word. Don't forget right here on dvradio.net. Go to the DV Radio store from November 1st through November 5th. Click on the redeem button. You can get 20% off of everything. And uh, you can help DV Radio, DV Farm, Sergeant Word Dog, Change Unchained, Betsy Ross, and PTS Dog. That out of the way, let's go down the roster. Mr. Recoil, last words for our listeners live and oral podcast. Uh, man, I'd just like to close the wire between between Earl and Buddy and 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 uh, say, you know, like, hey, you know, they're exactly right. I mean, we need to be lifting each other up, not putting each other down. Uh, nobody is too far gone to be saved, and we need to be looking out for each other. So, as I always say, be safe and keep looking out for each other, fuckers. Thousand percent. Mr. Sergeant Wardog. Hey, we all know I say psych ward gang. As a way of representing mental health in the mental community, but in all seriousness, if you run into any type of mental health crisis, do not be ashamed nor afraid to dial 988 and choose option one. Again, just as I had to, do not ever be ashamed to dial the digits 988, choose option one if you run into any mental health crisis. Have a great week. Salute. Yes, sir. Please reach out. And speaking of reaching out, you can also go where, DV Oink? Hey, uh, over to ObjectiveZero.org and check those folks out. As we know, suicide rate for veterans is 57% higher than our civilian counterparts. And if you're looking to talk to somebody that's more along your lines of, uh, you know, filtering options for those, that, you know, sorting options, you know, for age, gender, branch of service, connection to the military, military occupational specialty, and even location, that allows you to do it via the Objective Zero app. It's free to download and it has great resources there 24-7 for you. So head over to ObjectiveZero.org, download that app, and uh, have that tool in your back pocket. And you can also use it on your computer in case you don't want to use a smart device. You don't have a smart device. Fuck smart devices. They're not as smart as they claim to be because you still have to fucking input shit because they're not fucking smart. 
motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, I want to thank once again, Big Earl and Buddy from Veteran Trash Talk. Go over there, VeteranTrashTalk.com. Check out all their shit, buy their shit, share their shit, get the fucking word out to whomever don't fucking know about it. VeteranTrashTalk.com. Again, thank you guys for coming on. Please stay on with us after I end all this bullshit with the whole thing, with the thing and the thing and the thing. With the thing. Anyway, for recoil, Sergeant Wardog, Oink, Big Earl, and Buddy from Veteran Trash Talk, I am Bonerwood. You just heard Barry Sauber right here on WDDR, DVRadio.net. Until next week, fucksicles. Bye-bye. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter.